Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The goalie who was in cage for the inaugural Savannah Ghost Pirates game, Jordan Paperni, joins us today as we talk about the new ECHL Golden Knights affiliate and the season so far. Welcome to Golden Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. You could find us on Twitter at LockdownVTK, at Tony Dasco, at Chris Golick. And make sure that you subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel, Lockdown VGK. Our guest today. Savannah Ghost Pirates goalie, Jordan Paperni. And he's joining us today uh, from the rink right there, or the barn, I don't call it the barn, from the rink there uh, in Fort Wayne and a couple of games coming up on Friday and Saturday for the brand new VGK affiliate, the Savannah Ghost Pirates. Uh, Jordan, uh, what was it like to play in the first game ever for the Ghost Pirates in Greenville against the, uh, the Swamp Rabbits? Um, what was it like playing for this new franchise? Oh, it's it's super cool. We uh, we're kind of all talking about it before the game. Just you know, this is going to be kind of something that we get to always always have, and we get to be the first players to ever suit up for the Savannah Ghost Pirates. So uh, it was definitely talked about, and um, you know, once the puck dropped, we kind of just forgot all about that and just you know played the game the the way we always have. So uh, definitely a really cool feeling, though, for sure. Um. Talk to me about the hockey community down there as far as youth rinks, as far as youth programs. Just uh, what is the what's the vibe like? And I guess uh, what role do the Ghost Pirates now play in that? Well, yeah, that's that's a good question. We honestly, from what I've kind of heard and talked to people, not a lot of people are super familiar with uh, hockey or like have community rinks and, and stuff like that. But the fans seem so interested and so passionate already. Like we've already had um, lots of meet and greets and stuff with fans and there's lots of people showing up wearing the merch and, and everything. So super cool. Um, yeah, I honestly really enjoyed it so far. Um, I think we'll have a big impact on minor hockey and everything moving forward for sure. It, it takes a tiny bit of time, but just like thinking about Vegas, uh, my, my son's heavily in, involved, you know, just kind of, he's eight years old. My daughter was playing some hockey too. So mm-hmm. it's, I, I'm seeing, ex- experiencing firsthand, we basically went from four sheets of ice to eight sheets of ice in the Valley. And then now, and that's not even including the professional rinks and stuff. Uh, we have plans for another even two or three sheets of, of ice going down in the next year and a half as well. So the growth is amazing for what uh, VGK has done for the local Vegas community. And I'm certainly uh, excited to see how it grows down there and uh, what the role is for you guys. Absolutely. I agree. I think it's going to bring nothing but positive impact to hockey, to uh, that part of Georgia. And, you know, hopefully it just flourishes. Jordan Papierny is with us. He is the goaltender for the Savannah Ghost Pirates. This is not, uh, Jordan, your ordinary expansion franchise in the ECHL. Uh, I think I saw because I watched the uh, the opener, um, something like ten players uh, that are currently under AHL or NHL contracts. They want to win. They want to win now. And a lot of familiar faces uh, down there with you, uh, Daniel D'Amato. I know he scored uh, the uh, the winner in the opener. Uh, Patrick Gay has a couple of goals uh, so far. The first round or the 155th 
uh, pick, I should say, somewhere around there in the uh, the draft. Uh, where's Isaiah Seville, too? That's another player that's down there with you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's here. Is it is it good to is it good to I haven't seen him on the roster. Uh, is, is he playing? Is he working out with you guys or where's he at? Yeah, yeah, he's training, um, everything like that. I've been skating. He didn't make the trip, um, but I, he's just back in Savannah with some of the guys skating right now. So he's, uh, yeah, he's he's down here with us, and he's he's awesome. We have a really good relationship. I got to meet him last year uh, when I was down in uh, in Henderson for a little bit, and uh, I like Savvy a lot. He's a, he's a great guy. He's a tremendous goalie, and he's a good guy to have around for sure. So, like hockey players. Forgive me here, but you know it's uh you said savvy right there. They kind of toss the the eye on the on the nickname. Is it a pap- pappy for you then, or what's the what's what's the vibe for you? Do you, do you have a nickname? Uh, honestly, paps is usually what guys call me, but I mean you can put any variety on it. Like it's it's kind of just funny. Guys just roll with whatever. So um, that's the fun part about hockey, I guess, is the names. I like it. It's fun. But are there are there any uh, nicknames that you can't talk about? for some of the players, like, because all of these are pretty clean. Okay. They're all clean. And there's gotta be something else going on, you know, behind locked doors. There has to be right. Well, yeah. I mean, guys obviously have some inside jokes or stuff with each other about, you know, random things that could have happened. I, I don't know anything off the top of my head, but yeah, there's guys always have some keeping in some locker room. I like it. Keep names in locker going room. on and, and that sort of thing. So uh, it's, it's good. And I mean, the unique part about this team, like you said, being an expansion team, I mean, nobody really knew each other coming here, right? Like it was kind of just a fresh start for, for everyone. And, um, you know, minus, I guess the guys coming in from Henderson and Vegas kind of have some familiarity, but um, yeah, we definitely had to kind of start from scratch a little bit and create a little bit of culture and um, that sort of thing. So that's definitely been a really unique part. That's kind of cool to be a part of. Um, You mentioned obviously your time in Henderson. Talk about your experience uh, being in Las Vegas, I'm sure you were probably um, at Lifeguard and the Dollar, maybe the Dollar Loan Center, depending on where you were doing your skates in the City National. So just talk about your impressions of Vegas, um, the uh, the ice, and uh, maybe uh, some things you did outside of hockey uh, during uh, your time here. Um, yeah, it's a, honestly a beautiful place to play. I mean, uh, you can't really get a, a better spot than that. And as far as the organization, the rink and everything, everyone's been unbelievable. I, I have a little bit of familiarity with the coaching staff in Henderson with uh, Manny, Huey, and uh, Freddie have uh, known them for a little bit now. So uh, that's kind of nice having some familiar faces around. Um, and then I knew a couple guys last year going into it. So again, that always helps. But uh, yeah, I can't speak enough positive things about my experience last year. Everyone was great. Um, yeah, the city is, is awesome. I didn't really get up to a whole whole lot, really. It just kind of was hanging out. Um in the hotel room and just working hard and then getting resting and getting ready for the next day. So uh, there wasn't really too much excitement going on for me. Probably Jordan, the did, 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 Yeah. Jordan, <laughs> didn't you, didn't you honeymoon in Las Vegas and congratulations on, on your marriage? Yeah. We, uh, I, I, I love the city of Las Vegas. I, I and I, I'm not really like a big drink or anything like that, but I just, I, I love just the atmosphere of just walking down the strip and, um, all the shopping and different food you can eat and just, you know, being around uh, lots of people like that. That's kind of my, uh, my setting. So I, I really enjoyed it. We, uh, me and my wife, we, we would sit by the pool all day and then go shopping and, and grab some nice dinners and 
see some shows. So that's definitely my kind of style. And um, I, I really like that, uh, that city a lot. Okay, let's take a break. Uh, we'll be back with more with Jordan Papierny, the goaltender for the Savannah Ghost Pirates, right after this on Lockdown Golden Knights. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your fo- football betting needs and information this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game that you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every sport that is out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball with the World Series coming up, MMA, NHL, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net. Use your mobile device today to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick in Las Vegas. And goaltender Jordan Piperny is in Fort Wayne. He plays for the Savannah Ghost Pirates. Jordan, is a lot of the travel now in the ECHL, is that going to be by bus? And how did you wind up in, uh, in Fort Wayne? How did you travel there? So we flew here on uh, Wednesday, um, but most of our trips, I think, moving forward, will will all be bus. I mean, if you know, six hours, I mean, isn't terrible. Like it's, it doesn't sound sound fun, I guess, but it's definitely doable on the bus. So uh, everything in and around Savannah is going to be a bus, and then obviously here was it's a little bit out of the six hour window. So we we flew here, and I think we're going to be flying to Allen. Uh, later in the season but everything else will be will be on the bus yeah something i've, I've always wondered about uh nhl to ahl then ahl to echl is what is the relationships as far as the systems of the respective team goes so bruce cassidy is the vgk coach obviously there's a certain way the golden knights play there's a certain way the silver knights play and then obviously the ghost pirates have their way is there a synergy that's created? Are the coaching staff preparing you for what may happen if you do make it up to the Silver Knights? And obviously, if you make the big, big jump someday, or is it just kind of they're preparing you for whatever comes? Talk, talk to me about that process, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they obviously want to keep everything pretty close in line because, you know, when guys get called up, it's not a complete 180 and learning some new stuff. But um, you know, for us down here, I think it's about development first and, um, you know, having so many of these, these guys on the Henderson deals and, and on NHL deals. And, um, it's all about the development and, and, you know, creating those habits that they can instill in guys that when they get up to that level, they can just do without thinking. And, um, I think that's the beauty of this league is there's so many great players that are, uh, here to develop and, and work on their craft. And, um, you know, as far as goalies, I think, you know, almost every team has a goalie on either an AHL or an NHL deal. So um, as far as a goalie, I think it's a great place to be and um, lots of development going on for sure. When, when starting, you're, oh, sorry, Tony, one, one more just to follow that up really fast. My apologies for cutting you off there. But um, like when, the, when you're doing video sessions and reviews and stuff like that, are they putting on footage of the Silver Knights and the Golden Knights and saying, hey, do this? Or like, like how does that work? Um, yeah, we, typically now we watch a lot of our, our stuff. Um, who we've played, we've played enough games two preseason and two regular season. So we'll be watching a lot of our clips and then obviously doing a good pre scout on whoever we're playing. Um, you know, during camp was a lot of uh, NHL or AHL uh, clips and just kind of reiterating the points that we want to see and um, seeing it done properly. So that way, when we hit the ice, you guys have seen it and kind of know what to do. 
but yeah, I think those are awesome tools to have in the video now is incredible. I mean, the resources that we have as players to, to pretty much watch any league in the world to watch players is, is incredible. So uh, I definitely utilize it a lot. I love the video, obviously not the, the systems stuff that, uh, that we're talking about, but um, nonetheless, it's a great tool for sure. Jordan Paperni is with us, Savannah Ghost Pirates goaltender. Uh, you were one of eight goalies, right, uh, that was invited to VGK camp? Is that right? Yeah. Correct, and yeah. so so Bruce Cassidy, his system, and we're seeing it at work now. It's a work in progress, so to speak. But we're seeing it really starting to take shape. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but isn't his system one in which the defensemen help out the goaltender so that the goaltender doesn't feel as much pressure? Um, sort of. I think... Uh, you know, the main point for me is there's a there's kind of ends up being a two on two at the net front a lot of the time, and your D men are kind of just doing a lot of boxing out and fronting pucks, um, and in, instead of kind of chasing chasing up the ice and uh, getting lost to the top of the circles or out to the far blue line, the D men are are usually pretty tight around the net, which is good to have. Um, and then it just opens up the dialogue of talking to them and um, you know, communicating if I can see the puck, if I can't see the puck. So, um, I think it's a great system. I think there's uh, a reason for it. And uh, so far everything looks good up uh, in the big leagues. So um, yeah. It's definitely an exciting time right now. So kind of going back to the uh, Henderson and, um, and VGK vibe, what is the exposure down there? Are, are the fans of the ghost pirates, are they aware of the Vegas golden Knights? Are they aware of the Henderson Silver Knights. Are there like any of the logos down there? What, talk talk through that process right now, I guess. Yeah, I think during the off season when the affiliation got announced, it was a, a really big event, and they they definitely want to press the Vegas Golden Knights and Henderson Silver Knights and and all that stuff. And I think we do have a couple of logos uh, at End Market in our arena on the boards. Uh, just to emphasize that, and I mean, uh, yeah, it, it's an awesome partnership. I think a great organization and all that, and. Um, I think it'll maybe draw in some hockey fans from Savannah to tune into some Vegas Golden Knight games for sure. Yeah, you had uh, one season, I guess you won 44 games in a season. Uh, we noticed that your save percentage keeps going up uh, each and every year. Uh, you continue to play really well. And I think, uh, again, it's a matter of getting that opportunity, right? We saw what happened with Logan Thompson and how things materialized. And now he's the number one goalie right here in Vegas for the VGK. You don't have any goalie goals, but you do have seven assists. Is that right? Including five in one season? Did you come close? <laughs> yeah. Did you come close to an empty netter or anything like that? I never tried an empty netter till my last year of school um, at Nate. I tried and it got knocked down, unfortunately. But the assists actually, it makes me sound like a way more skilled goalie than I actually am because our our power play was set up uh, in Brandon. We had Ivan Krovarov and uh, Nolan Patrick so I they would dump the puck down I would set it up and Patty and Provy would swing back and Provy would pick <laughs> it up after I touched it and Patty would just get speed down the right side and he would hit him and he would catch D-man flat-footed all the time and go in on honestly like a breakaway and I, I'm gonna say like four of the five of those were just purely setting a puck line for <laughs> Provy to grab and, and pass to, to Patty and go in and score so I could definitely thank those two for for that. 
I got a funny response. Um, I, I was down um, the game uh, after Aiden Hill won his first uh, regular season home start with the Vegas Golden Knights, and he took a shot. He actually did take a shot. He kind of flubbed it, and unfortunately, he he got himself out of position, and uh, Winnipeg almost scored a goal on it. But I got to ask him after the game about it, and um, he said that was one of his uh, first attempts and uh, never had had one before. He plans on getting one. That, that His words, I, I let him into that, but his words, he plans on getting one. So. Yeah. Question to you, Jordan. Do you plan on getting one? And more importantly, what would the Selly be? Would you race up the bench or would you sit there? Are you going to do the McDavid, go down to one knee? Talk to me about your Selly. <laughs> Feel free to show it too if you're if you're able. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I have go run go run on the ice right now and show. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll set the camera up and I'll go go do the the Selly. Um, no, I, I I think there's definitely a time and place for it. Um, you know. I, I'd be lying if I said I haven't practiced it in practice when yes. you just you're by yourself out there behind the net ripping pucks. Um, the curve I use kind of hinders me to, to get the puck up that high. So I think the perfect scenario, I, I would have to somehow get the puck uh, on like a dump in on the net where I could at least take a step forward and, and try to elevate it from, from back behind the net. It's a little difficult for me. Um, as far as the celly, I don't know. I think I would just kind of roll with whatever. If we were at home, I would, maybe jump into the glass. Like, I think that would be kind of cool. Like, um, I don't know if I would, I'd probably get forced into the flyby too. I don't know. Yes. But who knows? We'll just kind of see if, if that ever happens, then I'll probably end up just winging it. Hey, guess when you get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, make sure. Uh, we'll be back with more in a moment with Jordan Picarni, the goaltender for the Savannah Ghost Pirates. You're listening and watching Locked On Golden Knights. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick in Las Vegas. And joining us, we really thank you so much for being with us from Fort Wayne, Indiana, where his team is set to take on the Comets. The former ECHL affiliate of VGK is Jordan Paperny, the goaltender for the Savannah Ghost Pirates. And so Savannah is its one of the country's most haunted cities. So have you gone on one of those tours yet? This might be something that you might want to plan out for for Halloween or something. Have you gone? You know what? It's actually funny. I didn't know that was a thing. And uh, me and my wife, we actually watch a lot of like haunted, like, uh, <laughs> like investigation stuff. And like, pot, uh, not, not like on the honeymoon, stuff. though. Not on the honeymoon. No, Australia, though, no. Sure. And uh, so I actually really like that stuff. I think it's cool. Uh, I didn't even know about that until. Uh, I got here, guys. We we're talking about a lot of the, the history here and how there's a lot of haunted <clears throat> haunted places and tours and stuff that they offer. Um, so I definitely <laughs> want to try to give it a give it a go. Maybe set something up. I know when my wife gets down, we might have to try to go on some tours or see some stuff. But it would it would be really cool. I think that's a really unique part about the history in Savannah. I'm um, I'm definitely digging the vibe of everything uh, from the jerseys. Just it's it's different. That's not traditional. I'm I'm a big fan of just uh, you know shaking things up like that. So I certainly love the vibe and everything. And Vegas, you know, if you've ever had a chance taking a game, it's a little bit different. We're not an original six city. The entertainment is pretty crazy. And I, I feel like I don't know if you had a chance to check this out or not, but I feel like the Ghost Pirates took a page out of some VGK would do when they one of their jersey unveils they launched the mascot out of a plane and he skydived. 
he skydived to the Jersey. So uh, talk to me about like what the, once you guys have your home opener, what's the experience going to be like? Is there going to be like a crazy intro? And like, do you know, are you in the know of any stuff like that? Or just what are you expecting once uh, you get to start playing uh, at the home barn, Tony, at the home barn? Yeah. You know what? I don't know. I mean, that, that uh, skydiving incident was crazy. Like I thought that was so above and beyond, but it's really cool. I think it got a lot of people engaged and excited about getting a jersey and um, was definitely a unique way to do it. So as far as the home opener, I don't know what we got planned. Um, I know a lot of the guys here, uh, Cristiano is the guy that, you know, was kind of our main point of contact and deals with a lot of that stuff. And, um, you know, he's so crafty what he does. He does an unbelievable job at, at everything. And I think he's got some, some stuff up his sleeve. Probably that'll be pretty exciting to see. So don't miss out. <laughs> Jordan Paperni is with us. Uh, what did they tell you that you have to improve on to make it up to that next level? Um, yeah, so obviously I spent a lot of time uh, chatting with with Freddie Brathwaite. He's kind of been uh, a guy I've I've leaned on a little bit to use as a resource. And um, you know, for myself, it's uh, obviously about just getting picking up the pro timing a little bit better and uh, picking up those releases and reading the play. Everything happens so much more crisp and faster. And, um, you know, it doesn't have to be a perfect pass for a guy to hit it one time where guys pick up pucks in their feet and, and get it off quick. So uh, for me, that amplifies my skating and, and strength and just getting stronger and faster in the net. And um, those are kind of some of the things I'm working on. And then obviously the flexibility, mobility, all that stuff is kind of emphasized every day. So um, definitely a lot of things uh, to work on moving forward, but I'm not going to be reinventing the wheel or anything like that. A huge shout out to Freddie. You mentioned Freddie a couple times. Um, he was nice enough actually down in Tucson. Me and my family traveled for an AHL Silver Knights game. And he was kind of, we, we somehow were sitting right in front of like the scratches and, and Freddie and stuff. So we were gabbing throughout the game. And he was nice enough to take me and my family down like between the second and third and get some high fives from the players and stuff. Had a real remarkable experience. So just super uh, high on Freddie and everything. Um where I'm going now, I guess my my kid. Okay, my kid is in the learn to the play program stuff here in Vegas. But you won't let him play goalie. That's that's where we're going, Tony. That's where okay, we're going okay, okay. here. That's where we're going. You you. No, um, <laughs> so there's a practice, right? And we're looking for our kid. And like, where where is he? What, what's he doing? I see him sitting in the penalty box as the players are getting a little skating and stuff. And just like his dad. Yeah, right. I, yeah. yeah, no, I I put him in the box. I'm the ref, Tony. I'm the ref. We'll, we'll get that in, in a second here. But where I'm going with this is I'm watching my kids suit up in goalie equipment, and me and my wife were looking at each other like, I wasn't comfortable. I didn't dig it a bit. I'm not <laughs> too comfortable with him wanting to be a goalie. I have not full disclosure. I haven't let him put the pads on since. So, Peps, ease my mind. Ease my mind about being a nervous father when his kid wants to play goalie. Well, I'll tell you this. As far as the physicality and everything like that, you're being a goalie, you're probably in the best spot. You never have to worry about throwing the mitts or anything like that. Um, I mean, it's such a unique position, man. I think it's really cool. Uh, I always, you know, I do a lot of teaching in goalie camps around uh, the city of Edmonton. And I love teaching the young kids. And they just get really excited about it. And, they, you know, they look up to, you know, the Carey Prices and all those, Marc-Andre Fleury, all those guys. And, um, it's just, it's awesome to see. And I, I just love the position. I think there's no better feeling than, than just making a huge save on the other team. And, you know, the play stops and everyone's kind of like, holy man, and your team's kind of buzzing and everything. It's, 
it's unreal. I mean, obviously I haven't been a player to, to score a goal and experience that feeling, but I, I wouldn't have yes. it any other way. So, uh, I mean, I think the, the, the look you'll see on your son's face after he makes like a big windmill glove save or something might, might change your heart a little bit, but it is expensive and it's, it's definitely a lot of pressure on, on the goalies <laughs> and the parents, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it'll, it'll all work out for you guys. Did you, uh, did you have a new uh, special mask? designed because you could have a lot of fun with uh, a new mask there in savannah and then do you have a new kit as well and those those white warm-up pads that you had those goaltending pads that you were wearing those things are scuffed man (laughs) yeah i guess i've been making is are you saying i'm making a lot of saves is that (laughs) you're making a lot of saves or taking a lot of sticks in the pads whatever yeah yeah they're scuffed (laughs) they've been used yeah they're pretty they're pretty used already um I have nothing in the works right now. Um, I ordered my gear at the start of the year and um, just kind of did all the, the silver stuff. Um, did a, a really nice mask with uh, with Dave Art. He's a kind of big painter in the, the hockey world and he did an awesome job. So I was excited about that. And then um, the gear was is pretty simple, white and a little bit of silver on the inside. And um, yeah, nothing too crazy, but a man that green, you could have some fun with like, kind of do like an all black set with maybe a little green in there or something like that is you definitely have some fun for sure definitely seeing some like metallic reflective green and stuff like that um all right so we we mentioned a second ago i told you actually i'm i ref a lot of beer league out here a a, a few levels below what you're used to of course but (laughs) where i'm going with this is as far as interactions with officials what do you like with the ref what do you not like is there anything um semi pg-13 you can share as far as an interaction with a ref or something fun what do you what do you like to see when you're back there in net and 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 your uh interactions with a ref besides a quick whistle yeah i mean i can be pretty loose with the refs i like to have a good relationship with them whether the game is not in our favor or in our favor like you know i i i feel for the guys because it's one of those position i call it a position i guess or one of those, those things that you know, you kind of are damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, right? Like, it's it's so tough and you have to make calls in, in splits, split seconds. So I, I always feel really feel really bad for them and, and might have a little bit of a soft spot for the officials. So I always try to keep them on my good side. Um, I don't really have any funny interactions or anything like that. I mean, yeah, I just, I like to keep it loose, ask them how they're going. I usually will always ask their first name or something like that. So I'm not calling them graph for stripes or anything like that it's i like that i like that we have names a bit, we have names yeah exactly a little bit more personable and um i mean you just never know if you maybe from being nice to a ref or something that you might get the benefit of the doubt just that one time so you never know hey jordan what was the experience like playing for the brandon wheat kings and i think you won a title with them right correct not mistaken. Yeah. yeah what yeah. was that experience like there Oh, it was awesome. I'm I'm from Edmonton and I was drafted to the Brandon Wheat Kings. And so I wasn't really sure what to expect being from a big city and having to go to all the way out to Brandon, which at the time was the furthest uh, East team uh, in the Western League. So it was definitely new. Uh, I got there right away and it was unbelievable. The fans, the city was super cool. Such a great place to play hockey. They're so passionate about the Wheat Kings. And uh, I got to meet Kelly McCrimmon there. Uh, he was uh, the GM that drafted me. And then uh, turned into my head coach uh, my first year, which would have been when I was 17. And I have nothing but great things to say about him. Uh, really good hockey mind. Awesome coach. He helped develop a lot of great players that came through that organization. And 
ultimately we ended up winning a championship with with that group. So it was really special. Something like that I really don't think a lot about. You mentioned going back to when we were chatting about the goalie goal, but you mentioned the the curvature of your stick. Um, I'm sure like player sticks, the curves can be a bit different. The toes could be a little bit different. Why do you use that type of a stick that maybe doesn't allow you to play the puck as well as you'd want? Can you can you still pass like like to the blue line like a quick outlet pass, or is it something that helps with the saves? Maybe talk. I, I find it interesting. Talk me through that. Yeah, so it's actually funny. My first year in Brandon, I ordered this. It, it was kind of like a like a P ninety two, which is like a big the big curve on a goalie. Stick. The coffee, like the it coffee was a, curve nowadays. The coffee curve. It, yeah, it was a, a hook, and I got on my goalie stick, and I was like, I'm gonna be zipping the puck around. And I remember like my first game, a puck came in, and I had to do a hard backhand, and I just I couldn't even elevate the puck nope. at all. Yeah, I was like, hey, this isn't gonna work. So I had to finish kind of that batch out, and then I went to a little bit more of a, a flatter blade, just a little bit of a wedge almost. that kind of looks like a like a four iron almost, right? Um, and I, I I love it. I feel like I can elevate the puck. I can. I mean, I, I wouldn't get a curve based on if I can score goals. I never need to elevate the puck that high, anyways. So I kind of just use it's just a little bit of a a wedge on it, and I feel like I can I can keep passes down. I can hit a perfect saucer pass, keep it however high off the ice. And uh, so I've just used that for quite a while and just became accustomed to it. I've got a technical question for you. Jordan Paperny is with us, the goaltender for the Savannah Ghost Pirates. Uh, I wanted to ask you, should goaltenders be allowed to play the puck outside of the trapezoid? And is there a lot of discussion about that? I mean, obviously, I think when that rule came in, there was a lot of discussion. I think now it's kind of died down. Um. I mean, being a guy, I do like to, to play the puck a lot. So I, I think it would definitely benefit my game. Um, I do see why it's there. I mean, teams are strategic about where they dump the puck so that they can, you know, get on the forecheck, create opportunities in the zone and not just have the goalie come out, whack it down and pass it to the D-man and it's out, right? Goal- goalies were getting so efficient at just being a, a sixth guy back there. And um, so I would say what I like to be gone, absolutely. I understand why it's there, so I just kind of roll with it and try to not find my find my way outside of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the reason it was there was basically for protection on the icings and stuff when the players used to have to tag up on it, which now in the, at the NHL and AHL level, that's not there anymore. So it's – I'm with you. I, I would rather see the goalies play now that that rule's been changed, but I, I get both sides of it. Safety always first. Um, so speaking of yeah. anything but safety – Favorite hockey chirp, best chirp that you've either given or you've someone's hit you with. Is there, is there one that stands out to you? You know what? (laughs) I don't like to chirp really that much. You, sorry, you can't put me on the spot there. I don't like to chirp a lot. I'm I'm usually honestly like I'm in the paint. I can't battle. I can't, you know what I mean? I just, I find if, you know, if it's different, if you're a forward, you're out there, you know, you're hitting guys, you're trying to take bucks from guys and it's a, Maybe a little different because there's that physical aspect, but I'm I'm in the paint. Like I don't trip guys. Like, about to stare at him. You stare him down after like a big windmill at least or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I kind of like to keep it to myself. And if guys want to chat, I'll I'll chat for sure. Um, as far as chirps, um, honestly, nothing really comes to mind. I, guys, honestly, don't really say a lot. Even at school, guys are pretty reserved, and you know you'll get the occasional like you suck and. You know, that sort of, yeah, <laughs> I actually, I had one guy, I had one guy, it was my, 
last year at school at Nate and uh, I came out to play the puck and just fumbled it and I ended up like a big scoring chance. And I had to scramble back and ended up making the save. And, and the guy goes, uh, I was having a good year or whatever. And the guy goes, aren't you supposed to be good or something like that? Like trying to trip me. And I was like, I was like, you're the one who said it, not me. <laughs> right. And I just like, I don't know. I, that's pretty much the only stuff you get. It's like you suck or stuff like that. No one's had anything crafty on me. So, hey, what about uh, what about this uh, addiction to this beverage bubbly? Oh, <laughs> he got it, Tony. He I wasn't going to go there. Tony decided to go there. What is up with this addiction? We need to get you a sponsorship, brother. Man, I would love a bubbly sponsorship at some point in my near future if that could happen. Holy man, I I don't even know. Me and my wife just started getting it from the grocery store in the summers it's just like a sparkling beverage and then it just became like you're just they're they're no sugar or anything like that they're naturally flavored or whatever so and then it just became like you'd have one and then you know you look at the end of the day and you have like seven seven cans on the side and it's like holy man uh so we, we actually ended up buying one of those like uh sparkling water uh, like uh, soda stream or whatever they're called soda the makers stream. yeah they so it's we're not buying like four flats of them a week so that definitely helps a little bit but they're they're really good i i crush those things like it's going out of style i was looking for some on the side of my desk i usually have a few of them in my workspace here but i don't i was going to cheers you but i don't have any so yeah <laughs> in in the in the uh echl there's going to be you talked about dropping this it's going to be a, there was a fight i think in the first game right I, there's a lot of fights in the echl i mean well, i want to no bet the yes on that one have you been have you been in a goalie fight? Have you? You're just too nice, man. <laughs> I would guess no, right? Chris, you're the betting man. What do you think? Do you think he's ever been in a goalie fight? Yes. Okay. Your answer, please. I've never been in a goalie fight, but I've I've what? been challenged. We were playing the Oil Kings at home, and uh, Peyton Lee was their goalie. He, I, I actually know him fairly well. We were roommates through like uh, Team Pacific and that sort I of thing. I love hockey. I love hockey. Roommate challenge and... fight. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, the, the problem is he's he's like Jack. Like this guy is he's like a big fitness guy, big outdoorsman. Like he's just he's really <laughs> fit. And anyways, there was like a little bit of a line brawl and he skated out to the blue line. And I'm I'm obviously like I'm 165 pounds on a good day. Like I'm not the biggest guy. And I look down and he's at the blue line and <laughs> I just looked the other way. I was like, don't look down there. Like, I, I do not want no to go like, <laughs> This guy is going to beat the wheels off me in my own building. I just <laughs> like, no, thanks. And then I ended up talking to him after and I just said, hey, man, <laughs> like, not going to happen. But awesome. uh, yeah, no, no plans in my future to, to get in the scrap. Yeah, I love hockey, too. You beat the snot out of each other. Then you go have a beer. Bubbly, 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 bubbly. Yeah. Well, Jordan, exactly. man, we we appreciate your time, man. Best of luck uh, there in Fort Wayne and throughout the uh, the rest of this season. And it is a very fun franchise. And you have to give us a report on the uh, the haunted tour there in Savannah because we're kind of curious about that too. And keep up the bubbly, I guess. Cheers, right? Thanks <laughs> yeah, for joining thanks us. Luck, All right, Jordan Paperni has been our guest, the goaltender for the Savannah Ghost Pirates for my man Chris Golick. I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. We thank you all for tuning in to Lockdown Golden Knights.